0: Dogs are the Antichrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dogs are the Antichrist. Alright, hi there. Welcome back to the Nicholas Comics Q&A. We got questions, we got answers, and at the end of this episode, we're going to be giving away a free comic, as always, if there's someone in the voice chat. Now that said, I'm your host, Nicholas Arsicata. Get settled down. Get get, get, get gosh darn settled, because this week, it's pretty wacky. I've been in contact with Westward Magazine. That's right, that's the biggest news. Nicholas Comics land this week. I'm officially in contact with Westward Magazine. You heard it right. Voice of the Rockies, my favorite magazine. Local magazine, anyway. There are plenty of good magazines outside Denver, but as far as Denver goes, you know, it, it's cultural wasteland. So uh, it's very nice to be contacted by Westward. Um, they're thinking about setting up an interview for me where I talk about my comics. So that's just that's just slick. Can't wait to talk to Westward. And, uh, you know... I mean, I, I once thought about making a comic for Westward, but um, it'll be nice to just to just uh, give him an interview because, you know, I mean, that that's some good press good publicity and it'll make for a fascinating article. I can talk about the intricacies of uh, mail order comics, you know, because that's one thing that I can speak on that. I think a lot of other cartoonists can't. Now, oddly enough, this reporter from Westward claims that um, uh, he hasn't heard of me in the Denver comic scene which is pretty wild. I mean, I don't know how you how you could be this big into Denver comics and never once have heard of Nicholas comics, you know? But I guess maybe we're just a really well-kept secret, that could be it. Um quite frankly, uh he's in for a real treat. Once he finds out about Nicholas comics, I'm telling you. And uh, I can't I can't wait to go to do this interview or whatever cuz it, it ought to be fantastic. Um uh, You know, because I can give my perspective on the mail-order side of things. You see a lot of cartoonists, tons of comics out there. As far as I know, mine's the only mail-order one. I I think I'm the last great mail-order comics empire. Last one still standing. That's pretty remarkable, you know? I think, anyway. So that's real exciting. Um, Not not a sure thing yet, but just uh, keep your eyes out on the latest issues of Westward. Like Westward, I, I I hate fifty to eighty, but I like Westward. Um, Westward's a good magazine, and uh, even if they do have Carl Christian Crumple's comics in there, I can't blame him for that. You know, that's on him. Anywho, so uh, yeah, I I bet this I bet this reporter contacted me. I bet he is familiar with uh, Carl Christian Crumple's. Of course, everyone is, even though he's not from Denver. Um, I think Nicholas Comics are like the only comics that are like gone and written by, like, a, an actual Denverite, and, uh, I mean, it, it's kind of weird, because, like, everyone seems to assume that I'm, like, not from Denver, or, like, I, I'm an immigrant here, but, like, that's not the case, really, you know, I was uh, I was born in Denver, um, like, yeah, and my ancestors, like, were here in the Platte River during, like, pioneer times, so, um, you know, I mean, I, I'm about as Denver as it, as it gets uh that said 304 i i want i want to bring up something just briefly here cuz um you know i've always wondered like what about mail order comics puts people off so much what about what about uh you know buying things through the mail which is a perfectly reasonable and valid way to buy things uh bothers someone so much and uh, buddy on the server here gave an interesting explanation for why that could be. Um, He says, Americans prefer online transactions because this entire fucking country is inhospitable to human life. Everywhere you go, there's nothing but parking lots and highways. You can't walk anywhere without risking being run over the local comic shop was nothing but a short stroll away from my abode, then I bet I'd peruse it often instead of never. In this country, unless you're lucky and or rich enough to live near a city center, you're forced to take a car to every destination or wait for hours on our insufficient, underfunded, pathetic excuse for a public transit system. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. I think RTD, which services the Denver and Boulder area, is overall pretty efficient, you know? I don't think you can make general generalizations like that about the entirety of America um I'm also not sure how you wouldn't live like near a city center you know um like the typical thing is that the city centers are where most people live, and then like the privileged people live out in the suburbs, so I don't know about that. I don't think it's difficult to live near a city center um I don't think I don't think you have to be rich for that I think you know, I think the most cities are, like, packed and concentrated and full of, like, you Now that that the suburbs were full of the rich people. Also, I mean, you know, maybe that's the case in, like, Houston. I've seen some bad, I've seen some bad press about Houston's infrastructure and just how shitty it is to walk around down there a bit. Like, Denver's pretty okay. I've, ne- I've never felt like, oh, shit, I'm gonna get run over. I mean, you know, I've, I've crossed, like, streets where there's fast cars and stuff, but I just look both ways. And, uh, you know, it's fine. And the blocks are pretty big here, too, so there's a lot of just walking along the sidewalk, you, you know. You cross the street only, like, every three or two minutes, so... Um, I walk everywhere. That's the best exercise. It's also very productive, and, uh... I, I don't think you, you have to have a car. Unless unless you work somewhere, um, and even then you don't need a car. You, the only case where you'd need a car is if you regularly like go f- huge distances, like across the state or something, uh, like across a state or cross country. Then you might need a car. Um, you 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 could use a tricycle, but um, you know, obviously it's it's exponentially slower. Um, it you do I don't think you anyone is forced to have a car you know i think that's i think that's an urban legend i think that's a myth but um you know if someone has a car i mean no disrespect it's expensive as hell but like okay you know i don't think that's really the problem um i've i've put forward a different theory that the reason america is in such crippling debt is because people spend their money on stupid shit. And uh you know, nothing nothing against people who spend their money on stupid shit. I've said before the economy does need to circulate. I think I think it's important for the economy to circulate and products to get bought. But I think these products need to be productive or useful in some capacity. Now, I started Nicholas Comics before the big NFT craze and uh you know I was told like we're not gonna spend money on trash. We're not gonna spend our money on this worthless shit. And then these same people who called my comics worthless shit are buying, like, JPEGs of a fucking pixelated Rick Astley. And I just have to wonder, you know, what a, what a giant load of steaming hypocrites. Um, America is one of the, like, Americans will waste money like fucking crazy. Like, would you rather pay... For a goddamn NFT or like a full-ass comic book, you know? I'd rather buy a comic, personally, uh, for less money, you know? You're an idiot if you buy NFTs. I'm not just putting it on the people who sell NFTs, I'm also putting it on the people who buy NFTs. You're contributing to the death of the American economy. This is why the U.S. dollar right now is being looked at like a laughing stock on the international trade circuit... It, it's value as a currency is like plummeting cuz you keep buying all this useless shit nobody needs to buy like i'm going to invest in crypto yeah good luck you sucker buy a buy a blender or something you can use you know buy a buy a buy something with some utility um so just like sheer hypocrisy of these people who like will buy fucking nft but not by my comics uh that's just an absolute slap in the face to art that's an absolute slap in the face to the american economy um i don't think the reason america has the current infrastructure and public works crisis i think the reason for that is like you know because you're forced to have a car i think the problem is that um people don't use their public services enough, like buses and mail and shit, and as a result, that shit doesn't get funded, and then you have less public works. It's not that hard to understand. So seriously, use the fucking mail. Go outside, walk to the mailbox. There's a a mailbox near you, I can guarantee it. In fact, you can go to mailboxmap.com right now, and uh, look up a mailbox near you. Odds are, you're within like three blocks of one. And once you start using the mail... Uh, you'll be amazed by what an efficient and fun uh, method of communication it is, and also just like uh, you're doing something good for society, you know. Because these NFT morons will be like, "Well, you're supporting artists." Yeah, guess what? You can support artists through the mail too. Um, it 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 doesn't harm the the environment. It's it's economically sustainable, and it's better for society overall. So if you don't use the mail, then you know you're part of the problem. Uh, you're buying a bunch of useless crap fucking nfts you could just send the artist money through the mail and then they get then get an nft and get a a, you get a picture back not an nft but heck it's more valuable like are you this stupid um but that's i think what online transactions do to people they make people feel like money is of no consequence because if you this is statist- This is statistically proven. This is why, like all these, uh, you know, CSGO gambling scandals and and stuff go on. This is why they go on because if you re- if you reduce physical money to just a button that you can click, um, it's been psychologically proven time and time again that that's like a slot machine. You start not valuing money as much, and you start treating it like a like a gosh dang plaything. And the result is a society that spends a ton of money on worthless shit. And not on stuff that could actually, you know, benefit someone in the long run. Now, you know, I'm not saying, like... I'm not saying don't buy art. I mean, people need entertainment. It's a human prerequisite. You know, we've been been evolutionarily programmed to require art and entertainment. And that's fine. But, um... You know, there are better ways to support artists than to buy a fucking NFT. You can go to an art show. You you can go to an art show. You can go to a big art show. You can go to a small art show. You can go to any kind of art show. Just above all else, there, there are better ways to support artists. I don't know who the fuck is buying NFTs, but if you do seriously, you're a moron. And stop it and start spending responsibly. But like I said, Nicholas Comics came out before NFTs were even a thing. Late 2018, and like, when did it, when did NFTs come out? I don't think I heard about them in 2018. So stupid. I, uh, I had someone once say like, hey, why, why don't you, why don't you sell Nicholas Comics in Bitcoins? The answer is I'm not a fucking nerd. But, uh, you know, maybe some people are like, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. I, I put my faith in fiat currency, sorry. Um, NFT history early history the first nft was created in 2014 public awareness starts in 2017 really really before the big craze of nfts but uh, all i'm saying is that like if, if you if you go into crypto good luck with that shit cuz everyone just looks at you like a fucking nerd like a big old laughing stock that's how i see all these crypto geeks being like i'm mining my Bitcoin coins Um that doesn't solve capitalism. You've just replaced real money with like fake with like fake money. So like it's it's still just capitalism. It's not socialism. That's not what socialism is. It's not socialist just cuz it's on the freaking internet. Um you know, I I I would probably get into cryptocurrencies if there was one that was a physical cryptocurrency that wasn't for nerds, but they're all digital. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a gamer, so quite frankly, uh, you know, none of them hold any uh, interest for me. Um, but then again, like, there's nothing wrong with using just American money. And if you don't like money, I don't know, move to Cuba, you know? Because, like, just use American money. That's what it's for. Uh, also, the euro is totally kicking our ass. Um, euro is totally just, like, driving the value of the dollar down every day. It's wild. But, you know, hypocrisy, I'm used to hypocrisy. Uh, I I am used to encountering hypocrites who would deride my my comics, which were like 200 pages, as a not worth buying while simultaneously spending a bunch of money on fucking Mr. Boop by Alec Robbins or, uh, you know, an NFT of of Rickroll or something. Because, uh, you know, people oftentimes don't understand what giant lying hypocrites they are until you point it out to their face like for instance i know i've told this story before but i had a high school newspaper class and i was drawing comic strips for the newspaper and there was one about this only happened once because i got kicked out of the class after this Um, which is another reason i don't like being under a system of authority because I just can't last in that kind of environment—it's ridiculous. Uh, I will disagree with anyone who who wields control over me, because more often than not, they're completely wrong and don't have any idea what they're talking about. Uh, but in this high school newspaper class, and I draw this comic. Um, it's a two-panel comic. It's just a guy saying, "I have so many Republicans who li- who hate Mexicans." Uh, live in texas you know why do so many why so many people who don't like mexico live right next to mexico that's all it said and um i got pulled out of class as if i was dealing cocaine or something for this light little joke this little jab at the gop as it were and uh the idiot teacher is like i asked some mexicans and they say that using the term mexican is racist Obviously, these Mexicans are going to be, like, 15, 16, so they have no idea about anything like that. They're they're literal children, Um, you know, because it's high school. But also, like, and I was like, it's making fun of Republicans. And she's like, we're not supposed to make fun of anyone. And it's like, that's the purpose of satire. You know, that's the point point of a joke is to make fun of a certain demographic. Uh, That's the, that's... You know, I suppose there's milk toast satire, but the really biting satire usually criticizes something. Um, at the time, uh, my my milk toast newspaper in high school, run by complete idiots, had a feature called the rear end at the back of the newspaper, and um, there was this one. It was like the Onion, except not funny and written by complete amateurs, and. Uh, it was, our, it was, like, on the back page, so they call it the rear end, haha. ha, ha. Um, There was one article where, the, where there was, like, there's a sauna at school, and it's, like, the, the only joke is that there's not a sauna at school. So it was, like, just a, it's just a lie. Like, that's not funny, you know? That's like, hey, did you know that there's a, a water polo team at school now? It's not a joke, you know? It's a really shitty joke, but, um, it was like, ah, there's a sauna, and then at the bottom of this page, there was, like, a a little, like, clipboard of a stop sign saying, like, this section of the newspaper is satire and is not meant to be taken seriously. Like, a little disclaimer. uh, Which I just think is such a fucking cop-out. Like, good satire doesn't need to explain that it's a joke, Also, you can take satire seriously. In fact, the best satire is meant to be taken seriously. Um, You know, because it's meant to make a point. But I guess these dullards just didn't really pick up on that. What I haven't said before, and this is what really gets me, is this was around the time that the statue of Robert E. Lee in Charlottesville gets taken down, right? And there's this one girl who writes the stupidest fucking article I have ever heard. Like, if this, if this class it calls itself a newspaper class is meant to teach people about journalism, then I can only imagine this girl grows up to write for the frickin' Rubin Report or Breitbart or something. Because she's like, I don't want these statues taken down. Just before I say it, I think in your head like all the potential reasons people bring up the, the, getting rid of the statues, right? Like, you know, Southern Heritage or whatever. Stupider than that. Stupider than that. She says, I don't want these statues getting taken down because if if the statue of Robert E. Lee is taken down, then I won't know who Robert E. Lee is for my history test and, like, my homework. It's like, how limited and short-sighted can your perspective be to defend these fucking statues So you can ace your fucking history exam. Like, you're only gonna be in high school, what, three more years? Also, taking down a statue of Robert E. Lee doesn't, like, make everyone forget who Robert E. Lee was. Do you think that, like, this statue is the only available resource on Robert E. Lee's life? Spoilers, it's not. There's... There's libraries and shit where you can go and find out about Robert E. Lee if you want to know about him. A statue isn't even an informational source. It's, it's not a book, you know. I get that the statues are erected for people who are too stupid to read. But, um, you know, like... It's not, it's not like... Like... It's just a ridiculous article. And I'm the one who gets pulled out a class for this little like comic where i'm like hey why do you live next to mexico if you don't like mexico haha ha. and then um this entire like propaganda for the for the statue staying up is is allowed to be in the publication i just find this like mental like how how blind can you be like how 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 ignorant can you be, you know? I just feel it's it's absurd. It's like I don't if we take down the statues of these people, then I won't I won't get straight A's cuz I'm too stupid to read shit. Uh, the only way I that my brain processes and communicates information is via statues. Like oh my god, you stupid idiot. And these statues don't even depict history correctly, so if, if you use statues as a resource for your history test, you're going to fucking fail. Because Confederacy wasn't the good side, dummy. Anyway, see, I just thought I'd, I'd get that out of the way. But there's tons of hypocrites out there like that who, who will, like, push me under the bus and give a platform to someone who's, like, exponentially worse, like, by a factor of a thousand. Like, for instance, same exact scenario appeared itself recently with, with Encyclopedia. I, up on, I make a passing comment about how theocracies aren't good, and like, Sharia law isn't good, and running your entire country based only on one religion and one God isn't a good idea, and will lead to a violent mindset, and, you know, an us-versus-them mentality— which doesn't show up in countries like, you know, Mexico or America or France, where it's like, yeah, we have a culture and a heritage, but it's kind of loose. It's not like we, you know, it's kind of just like we, we're like, you know, we ha- we got a culture and a heritage, but it's not Jesus or Muhammad or anything. Because um, obviously I'm not a fan of the Middle Eastern model. I'm not going to lie and act like the Middle East is this, like, underrated uh, bastion of freedom or something? It's absolutely not. The place is a shithole. I I wish it wasn't, but that's just the state it currently is in because it's entirely theocracies and it's proof that theocracies don't work. What we have essentially is like medieval Europe, but in the Middle East right now because in medieval Europe, it was also all theocracies and it all sucked. Like it was all really bad. So... You know, and uh, so I in the encyclopedia server, make a passing comment. I'm like, I don't like theocracies. I'm nothing against Islam or Muslims in general. I mean, I am an atheist, so I think all this shit is stupid. But if you want to be a Muslim, you want to go to your mosque or your synagogue or your church or whatever. The point is that I'm not approaching this from a from a Christian perspective. I'm approaching it from a neutral third-party perspective i'm an atheist and i treat christians and muslims and jews and anything else the whole nine yards exactly the same equal i think if i see a if i see a westboro baptist church moron ranting about how homosexuals are the devil or whatever then i will treat them with the same intensity i would an al-qaeda terrorist because both of them are like scumbags but I was I was banned from the Encyclopedia... This is the first time I was banned from the Encyclopedia server. Is it, I, I brought up... Theocracies aren't the best. You wouldn't think it's a very controversial take, like, don't run your, your country according to something that is objectively false, because that leads to, like, a poorly run country, because you're basing everything you do on an imaginary sky daddy. But then, uh, what's really crazy is now... One of the admins on NSYC is like He's a fucking pro-Iraq war nut job. He's pro-Iraq war. Like I think that what George W. Bush did sending hundreds of thousands of Americans and killing millions of Iraqis is ultimately justified because they did 9-11. And trying to explain to this absolute lump of dough that Iraq wasn't behind 9-11, that it was Saudi Arabia, gets you nowhere with this idiot. It is actually for the, the needless killing of Muslims by American troops. I think that's more Islamophobic than what I said, quite frankly. I don't think I'm an Islamophobe. I'm just anti-religion. I think religion is stupid. Across the board. I'd never in a million years support the fucking invasion of Iraq. That's that, That's bonkers. They didn't do 9-11, you stupid dummy. Like, how can you be this historically illiterate? I think by now, Encyclopedia's kind of devolved into a fundamentalist Christian hodgepodge. Like, for instance, I, I explained to Kip, right, that like, uh, you know, has been Hotel requires uh, gay conversion therapy. Because according to the Bible, you can't be gay. So, like, you can. Or you go to hell. And then he's like, well, there are some, there are some um, progressive Christians who uh, support gay rights. And I'm like, those are just confused people who don't understand the religion that they've invested their entire life into. I don't want to make it a you know a an all or nothing scenario, but that's what religion gives you. It gives you a doctrine you have to follow, or you're condemned to hell. You know that's just what it is. So like, you know, quite frankly, like, you can't you can't you can't support gay rights and be a Christian? That's like that's like being a it's like being a Zionist Nazi. It's a contradiction in terms. These two groups are directly opposed to one another. So like. It's just stupid, like trying to be like, "Oh, I'm a Christian, but like, I I support gay rights." Like, why not? Why not just like, you know, think about your your choices and like, come on, nah, nah, come on. That's so that's so ridiculous. Like, someone could could be brainwashed to that level. They have to reconcile this stuff. It's like... It's not, it's, it it, it makes no sense. It just doesn't make sense because on the one hand you have this omniscient God whose doctrine is law and on the other hand you have people changing this law all the time. It's like, just made by people and changed over time at the same time, it claims to be the ultimate word of God, and the ultimate truth, and the ultimate wisdom and shit. But it can't be, because it always changes. There's like a hundred different denominations of Christianity. There's the Protestants, there's the Catholics, there's the freaking Orthodox. They can't all be right, can they? Am I just, like, missing something here? They can't all be right. There's one, there's one Jehovah, and he's the ultimate authority. So, like, how can you have 50 different versions of the bible how can you have so how can you have so much apocrypha too like it, it, it's ridiculous and anyone with a rational mind anyone who thinks rationally like would, would recognize this as the mental illness it is but like you know i mean if people want to buy into this and that's it but all i ask is that it remains consistent like you can't just like act like you're pro-gay just because you got called out for being a homophobic sect, you know, like not all religions are homophobic. Christianity happens to be homophobic as fuck. But um, you know, I'm sure in a, in a while will be like, you know, moderate moderate Islam. Oh, I don't have to wear a I don't have to wear a hijab. I I just do be I I I I go out uncovered. You know, come on. You're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get in in close contact with all of that. Way you gotta wear that. You gotta wear that cloak over your face, or or you're gonna go. You like. There's one way that a religion can work. Not all religions, just the Judeo-Christian ones. But like, it's it's nonsense. Anyway, rant rant out of the way. Um. Just really stupid, the, the links that some people go to to defend Christianity. Um, the stupider one is Satanism. Just, just stop. Why, why worship an equally imaginary deity, you know? So stupid. Who the frick cares about Satan? Satan sucks. Go suck a fat one, Satan. Anyway, like I was saying, um, that, that out of the way. I have been accused more times than I can count of not being able to carry on a civilized conversation. I really think I am capable of carrying on a civilized conversation, probably more so than most people. And the only reason I can't is because everyone around me more often than not is a freaking caveman, a freaking Neanderthal troglodyte. And, uh, you know, you can't always communicate uh, in a civilized fashion with these sorts of subhuman orlock dwelling cave dwellers, you know. That's an insult to Neanderthals. They were a proud people, and uh, they were, they were genocided by the Homo sapiens. So you know, Neanderth- I should I shouldn't use the term Neanderthal in a derogatory fashion like that. They're a much more respectable, uh, people and culture than any uh, modern day Christian or Muslim sect. You know, that out the way, um, Neanderthals are freaking awesome. You're not aware, of them. like they're they're cool. Anyway. So, um, delicious to look up, up some stuff about autism, because it's been about a month since I uh, posted my uh, hot takes on autism video. Obviously, it's gotten kind of controversial. Oh yeah, by the way, just posted an interesting video with Australian YouTuber Quartery FX, who uh, comments on my movie The Orwellians, might want to check that out. After you listen to this, but um, it's pretty sure It's like two and a half minutes. Uh, I thought it'd be fun to check out some some autism-related stuff and uh, some misconceptions about autism. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on uh... a. How about Yahoo? Let's see what Ya. Yo- Let's see what Yahoo's been doing recently. We got Yahoo Home, Yahoo Mail. I did not even know Yahoo's. still exists. It's kind of charming to know it still does. It's like knowing that, um... You know, it's like knowing that uh, Yvette's bridal formal is still up in some capacity, and some people have taken the the time to, to keep it uh, safe. Um, got home, mail, news, finance, sports, entertainment, life, shopping, Yahoo Plus, and more. I'm gonna go, I guess, for life. Uh, I guess that's where the autism-related articles would be found. All right, we got Autism Speaks, Autism Spectrum Disorder. Oh, it's on the frick! How does Yahoo even still exist? That's so weird. Uh, let's see. Yahoo. Yahoo. And its logo is so different than it was in the 90s, you know? Like, the Google logo hasn't changed, but man, that Yahoo logo is so different. Oh, wow. It's kind of disorienting, almost. All right, here we go from BuzzFeed. Wait, is it from BuzzFeed? No, it's just sponsored by BuzzFeed, looks like. I don't know any of this goes on, but, um... Oh no, it's just hosted by Yahoo and there's like an ad for BuzzFeed at the top. Okay, here we go. Uh, autistic people are describing what autism is really like for them and what they wish everyone knew about autism. Right off the bat, that's a weird headline. It sounds like autistic people are just describing what autism is really like for them. Uh, this came out on no- November 26th, 2021. Um... Uh, this is like, autistic people are just- des- finally describing what autism is real- which is not the case, like... Autistic people have always been saying what autism's like, because y-you can talk if you have autism. Like, well-documented fact. Anywho. While autism is more widely recognized today than in the past, it's still not often fully understood by neurotypical people. There we go again with that term neurotypical. Can't fucking stand it. In or askreddit this ought to be good, autistic people opened up about what autism is really like for them and what they'd like neurotypical people to know about autism. So in my, in my video, I make two points. One, uh, don't call autism a mental illness because it's fucking not. It's just a condition. Uh, an illness seems to indicate like... An aberration from the normal state of someone. Like if you have appendicitis, that's an illness. But if you have lifelong, you know, like if you have cerebral palsy or something, that's not really an illness. It's not contagious. It's just a a thing you're born with. So it's a condition. Um, The second thing I do is uh, say, you know, don't ask how it is to have autism because it's really not that interesting. It's pretty boring. And uh, also, I don't give a shit if people say I have autism or I am autistic. I don't give a shit. Um, neurotypical is a much more, like, upsetting word for me. I don't get triggered, because I'm not a petty child, but, like, you know. Neurotypical is just a stupid word. Anyway, so this article goes to r slash askreddit, which is probably the least reliable forum for if you want to find out anything, much less a people's experience with autism. Uh, considering that reddit fundamentally doesn't understand autism and uh overall like might just go to like an autistic forum or something there's plenty of them out there but i guess a lot of uh normies can only uh visit reddit so you know obviously uh so we got a bunch of anonymous accounts obviously because that's how reddit works no personal accountability everyone's just anonymous and they all have to use uh pseudonyms they can't choose not to use a pseudonym they can't they can't say this, this is me or anything they have to be completely anonymous and uh, like that anyway so we got uh people who are so here's the first uh po- here's the first quote from jacoby beef 98 uh people who are high functioning or don't look and act autistic are still having a hard time a lot of us do this thing called masking, where we basically act as if we are neurotypical based on the stuff we learned from others. It is very exhausting to keep up that fake persona. Maybe speak for yourself, dude, you know? Like, it's it's really condescending to be like, man, people who are high-functioning, they're still having a really hard time. Their life still absolutely sucks, you know? Not necessarily. Speak for yourself, dude. Um, You know? Maybe this guy is low functioning, and uh, he feels the need to like shit on the high functioning people. But like, you know, what a load of shit! Like a lot of us do this thing called masking, where we act as if we're how do you act neurotypical? What does that mean? What like do you do you do you do you do you try and act like like how how would that look if like someone thought to... It's not because I I think that. It's not because I think that it'd be, like, it'd look weird or something for an autistic person to try and act like they don't have autism. But just because I don't think neurotypical is, is, like, a real thing. So, like, how, how do you act like that, you know? A lot of us do this thing called masking. And it's very exhausting to keep up that fake persona. Maybe just be authentic and genuine. There, there's a thought, you know. Maybe that'd work out better for you. Possibly. Just a thought. Um, you know... This is stupid. Anyway... Uh... Intensely-Human says... The effort of masking is a huge drain of resources. Imagine if you lived in a world of autistic people, and any time they see you do anything non-autistic, they like you less. Already, this is just a really shitty analogy. They also will claim up and down that they would never treat you differently for being non-autistic. But you've had so many consistent experiences of losing jobs and income and social connections and opportunities that you know you can never slip up and must maintain the mask at all times. You don't gotta, you know. I think what they're talking about here is just like, you know, you lose a job because you're like... I don't I don't know how you lose a job over being autistic if I wanted to I could probably work somewhere I just don't want to you know but like it's ridiculous you can make friends you can go to parties you can do whatever you want in fact I find it personally easier to have autism because I have no social anxiety Uh, someone without autism is probably really nervous or embarrassed uh, like, for instance, if you're about to give a big speech, right, to like thousands of people, if you don't have autism and you, you're not able to, like, manipulate your thoughts in a certain way, you would be a nervous wreck before that, right? But I have autism, so I can just switch my anxiety off, like, flicking off a light. It's freaking amazing. Like, if, if I'm about to speak before thousands of people, and keep in mind, I haven't actually tried this. I haven't gotten the opportunity to speak in front of a large crowd yet, but... A normal person would be really anxious in that scenario. But I can just go like, you know, I I, I can be kind of nihilistic about it and kind of just turn all that anxiety off. It's fantastic. Autism's freaking great. It it completely alleviates all social pressure because you know that, you know, if, if you slip up, then so what? Who gives a shit, you know? Autism is a condition of indifference, I would say. Indifference can be nice. It's not sociopathy, but it's just kind of a passive, not giving a shit, you know? And that can be very valuable oftentimes. Anywho, uh, you can never bring this up or address it with any of the autistic people around you because they will become hostile at the suggestion that they are acting in any way unfairly. So you're essentially an undercover agent your whole life. An undercover agent with no home office, no training, no fancy spy equipment, no manual, no team, no country, no mission, just an intuitively perceived imperative that you must maintain your cover at all times or face serious consequences. This is what being a high-functioning autistic is like. No, it's not. It's just like, okay, I'm not gonna, like, scream at people or frickin' defecate publicly you know like you really you don't have to keep up this facade also being an undercover agent sounds freaking cool and uh, not having a team or a country sounds even cooler that sounds like freaking you know some kind of some kind of awesome transient like freaking you know it sounds like kaiser soze there frick that sounds awesome but uh it's not that exciting again i think i think i think these are all made up i think they're all just lying like to get some attention because that's what rat's all about got to get those up votes got to exaggerate everything as much as possible and be extremely hyperbolic because if you're not and you don't make as much drama as possible then you could lose on that sweet sweet karma really poorly run website i can't believe that yahoo is treating this like it's some kind of scientific study or something like conducted at cambridge They must be really desperate for content if this is what passes for, like, uh, an article on Yahoo these days. Anywho, uh, second quote here. Ever hear of the game called Mao? It's very similar to UNO, but it has rules you can't know about. The only rule that you can explain to others is this one. Every time you break a rule, you get another card. It's up to you to figure out the rules, by trial and error, again and again. Plus, each person introducing their group to Mao may have their own version of the rules, as everything is made up by the one who knows how to play the game. That was the entirety of my childhood. That sounds like a really shitty game, but, uh, you know, it, it sounds like a really bad game because there's no consistent rule set. Then again, it also sounds like a really interesting game because it could go a number of different ways. But that's a game, you know, that's, that's not life. Like, generally, this is what I would expect. It'd be slightly more difficult for an autistic person to develop and learn how to behave and stuff as they grow up. Possibly slightly more difficult. But, like, if you're still throwing tantrums in your like, 20, you know, get a handle on it, you know? Just a thought. Just a thought. I don't think it's very similar to Mao. Also, I I think that's an insult to Mao, you know, because, like, I I think communism has pretty well-defined rules quite frankly but not not pro-communism or anti-communism but it has rules so and and like they're not vague or uncertain like if you were in china under the under the maoist regime you'd, you'd know what you could and couldn't do anyway uh, i wish people knew that not everyone with autism seems autistic but that doesn't mean they don't struggle or don't have autism Blending in, even though it may seem beneficial, just makes it worse for me. Because when you don't seem like you're struggling, it's harder to get help. And when you do an autistic thing, people might think you're a freak. What is an autistic thing? What's a thing that, like, only autistic people do? What is that, you know? Is it like... Like, what is an autistic thing? What does that mean? I've never... I don't know what that is. Please be more specific. I guess they can't, because they're making this up, but like, Oh my, is this, this is so bad. Like, instead of just being like, Hey, it's not that big a deal, stop treating me like shit, which is the, the thing I'd expect autistic people to be like. They're like, man, it's so hard for me, it's such a struggle. Oh, whiners, I can't stand it, it's so annoying, it's grating. It gets, it gets ridiculous, anyway. I'm not staring, I'm actually completely dissociating from my vision. I'm not looking at you, that thing, or anything. That's just where my eyes happened to be pointing when I went inside. I also dissociate from my vision whenever I am actively listening. It wasn't until I was 19 that someone pointed out that I was always staring at their tits whenever I was talking with them. No, lady, your tits are just down and out of the way where my face is always pointed. Nowadays, I usually have the presence of mind to add off to the left to my down and out of the way. First off, no, you were just horny. And also, like, can't you just make eye contact? Like, is that, is that so hard? Because whenever someone's talking to me, you know, I don't, I don't go inside. I'm just like, oh, someone's talking to me time to have a fucking conversation and not look at the fucking off to the left or at the center like you dissociate from your vision that's pretty that's pretty crazy you know i've never dissociated from my vision cuz i like looking at people and looking at things and looking at people i'm talking to and looking at things i'm around you know um it's the five senses are kind of crucial for living a fulfilling experience I I don't know. I don't even know how this would get, cause I have I have had some really boring experiences in my life. I've I've been through twelve years of public education, and it's just droning, droning on and on. I've had teachers who will talk for like half an hour straight, but I never like dissociate. I get really fucking bored. I get really fucking bored whenever I was in I was in a class where like someone would talk for like five freaking minutes or some shit, cause that's just boring to listen to. Because you're not having a conversation or just being talked at, you know. Um, but I never dissociated from my vision. I was always looking at the teacher and trying to take in the what they were saying. It was really boring, but never dissociated. Maybe I don't have autism because, like, I don't I don't stop looking at a person who's talking, even if what they're saying is really boring. I I I wa- I I look at them, you know. I I don't see how. I wasn't looking at... I wasn't looking at your tits. I... it's They're just down and out of the way. Come on. You're just... Look... Look... If you're talking to a woman, just look her in the face, alright? Frick. It's so stupid. And if you ha... Here's here's another thing, right? If you have the presence of mind to to look off to the left and down and out of the way, why not just have the presence of mind to look into her eyes, you know? Like... What the fuck? Anywho, number five. It's not that I want to come off some way angry or sad or whatever. It just doesn't come out right a lot of the time. It's like being tone deaf and trying to sing a song you know. You hear it, you know what song it is, but you try to sing it and it's just incomprehensible. You know, like, except one, like, tones and notes and stuff are like an optional, like, not everyone's pitch perfect. And being pitch perfect is a whole thing in itself that's, like, a, a, a genetic or, like, really crazy acquired human trait to be, like, literate in pitch and whatnot. But, like, expressing your emotions shouldn't be that difficult. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, it, if if you grow up around people with emotions, which everyone has emotions with which they express, you'll pick up on how to express those same emotions the same way that if you're listening to... A lot of music when you're really young, you could become pitch perfect because you're you're learning the pitches just like the alphabet and your ears are getting trained to that. And, uh, you know, that's very convenient for if you're into music or something. But it's not like being tone deaf because, like, I, I don't even know. I think they're just making excuses at this point, which is something I, I do not condone at all. Like, if, if you do something shitty and you're artistic, just don't... Uh, just own up that that's something you did. Like if you're looking at someone's tits or whatever, just just own up to it and either apologize or go, hey, you have some nice breasts. I'm horny. Can, uh, what whatever you know. But don't pretend like it's your autism. Cause, no, come on, stop. This is the most disingenuous shit. Anyway, number six. If you're upset with me, don't be subtle. Don't drop hints. I will not read between the lines. Don't be vague. Don't lie. I won't get it. If you say everything is fine, I'll take you at your word. I don't think think that that autism's the problem there. I just think you're a gullible dumbass. Like, holy shit. Just tell me if you want me to do or not do something. Not everyone is gonna do that. Some people use things like innuendos and, 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 you know, double entendres and stuff. Those are parts of language. Personally, I have no problem picking up on subtleties. In fact, I think, uh, I think my uh, thought process is so 3D and fleshed out that, like, I can pick up on subtleties that very few people will pick up on. Like, for instance, if someone's like, I hate, Ch- I don't like China, and they're like, I love Britain, then I'll come to the conclusion that they're some kind of weird anti-communist racist. This isn't this isn't the kind of subtlety most people would be able to pick up on, but I pick up on it. Uh, I th- I think I, I personally think that's a result of my autism. You know, I I can kind of think about why people say things a little more, but might not be my autism. Might just be because I'm analytical. But um, uh, man, this just like uh, you know, I know that like Chris Chan, the big thing with Chris Chan is like people can tell him to do something and he'll do it. People tell him to staple his face to a wall and he'll do it. People tell him to go with like, you know, bathe himself in Cheetos and he'll do it. Like, I just don't, I just feel like that's stupidity, you know? I, I don't know how anyone can do anything anyone tells them to do. That's like some Manchurian candidate type sleeper agent sci-fi shit. Um, you know, and uh, people have lied to me before. Like, for instance, the old mods on the Nicholas Comics server for, like, the first year or so, or maybe it was only, like, half a year that uh, the Nicholas Comics Discord server was around. There is this bunch of people who were like, hey, we really like Nicholas Comics, can we be moderators? And it turns out that they were just trying to use me as, like, a lol cow or whatnot. They were never able to, obviously, because I'm not a gullible idiot, and I don't just do anything anyone says. But, um... People have tried to, you know, test my limits and what I will and won't do. Uh, I don't do anything I wouldn't do otherwise. People can make recommendations to me. I'm not gonna fucking dress up in a goddamn clown out- outfit and prance around on a unicycle. Um... You know, and, like, these mods who lied to me for a year, the problem isn't that I'm autistic, you know, and that I take people, like, at face value. Like, if someone says they're a fan of my comics, I'm not going to assume they have an ulterior motive because, you know, I'm not a paranoiac. But the problem is that they're a sociopath to keep keep a lie going for that long. They're just a sick fuck and uh, a disingenuous sick fuck at that. So, like, that's the problem. Is that there's a lot of sociopathic liars who, like, take, take advantage of people with autism. And it, I can't be taken advantage of. I can't. I'm, I'm so fucking savvy to all these tricks that people try. And when I, when I did the stunt where I ate the Carolina Reaper, I ate the hottest pepper on earth, some morons were actually like, oh, they convinced him to do that. No, it was my idea. Other people were actually like, hey, don't eat the don't eat the Carolina Reaper. It'll wreak havoc on your digestive system. But I was just like, I'm going to do it because it sounds fun. And uh, that was my idea, actually. Like, 100%. But there were still some people who thought it was like this Christian-esque stunt where someone had convinced me to do it. Oh, no, they're tricking this poor autistic guy. No, I did it on my own. Because I, I just like doing, trying new things, you know? And... It didn't really wreak any havoc on my digestive system. It was mainly just in the mouth, you know, that thing hits hard. Anyway, uh, we got... Often treating autism means treating the symptoms. You learn how to make eye contact. Yeah, when do you learn how to make eye contact? You, You should learn that from a pretty young age. I'd say from when you're a toddler. I've never been... I've never not been able to make eye contact, you know? Like, never once. I can look at people's faces you you constantly pay attention you expose yourself to uncomfortable situations the more you manage to mask your autism the better people think you are doing however like any person working too hard this can lead to burnout like any burnout our skills are then reduced from the outside we might then get a lot of shit because we suddenly stop making eye contact or talking normally is it really this much effort to like talk normal or just like make eye contact i don't know i've never felt exhausted from just talking and looking at people and stuff you know it's not exhausting for me like actual work is exhausting but it's not exhausting just to like talk with people that's probably a that's probably the that's, pro, that's probably a break you know from like real work um that's that's so so this article is so bad It just went on Reddit. Uh, Blue cheese bitches says girls with autism mask more often than boys and therefore tend to have higher rates of anxiety and depression. Suicide rates are also much higher among autistic people. Uh, maybe I don't know why. I don't know who'd have autism and go, "Dang, I wish I didn't have autism." You know. Because there's the stereotype that like every autistic person is going to be this mathematical savant or something. And that's not true, but you're going to be, on average, a lot smarter and like a, a lot more capable of handling your emotions. Actually, so I don't, I don't know who would like, I don't know who'd be so down about having autism. It's, it's a, it's a good beneficial thing in many respects. Just, just tossing that out there. It's not, it's not a negative thing. It's like. He won the fucking lottery, you know? Anyway, I don't see how, like, girls with autism masking more have more anxiety and depression. How can you have anxiety and depression if you have autism? You'll have more anxiety and depression if you don't have autism, believe me. Like, I've seen so many freaking people with tons of anxiety and tons of depression. No autism. They just got anxiety and depression because you can't detach yourself from your immediate circumstances. Like, if someone dies, you'll be overcome with a flood of, like, sadness, you know, that, and that's the people without autism. Also, it's just really sexist, you know? Do girls with autism ask more often than boys? I, I don't think there's a gender difference. I just think overall, you know, maybe there's a societal expectation for I don't know, I, I, I really don't think that's the case, like, I, I can't imagine it being. Also, I don't think there's a different number of women and men with or without autism, I think it's about 50-50. Um, why, why would girls mask it better? That, like, what would, what would the incentive in that be, you know? I, I, don't, I don't get it. Anyway. Adults have autism, too. Seemingly all services for autism are for children. It's ridiculously difficult for me to get and keep a job because of it, among other things. And that fact is usually overlooked. From, a uh, underscore blue underscore mor- morpho underscore here. You know, I mean, it can be nice to have a therapist or something if you got autism as an adult. It can be nice to have a therapist, uh, no matter what. But, like, generally it's assumed that by the time you're an adult, you'll have learned to cope with the world, you know, like... Maybe, maybe when you're a kid, you know, you'll get more autistic stuff, and services, and, you know, social skills, groups, and stuff. But, like, it's assumed that once you're, like, 20, you you know, you'll cope with things. You'll, you'll be able to deal, you'll be able to reconcile with your existence, you know? Uh, just, just a, just a possible explanation there, you know? Yeah, sure, adults have autism, but, like, not very many, because apparently you're killing yourselves all the time, so. Yeah, way way to lessen your presence. It's like it's like one of those like mass suicides like where everyone jumps off the San Francisco bridge. It's just like why, you know? Why do that? You know? Don't kill yourself. Stupid. Um we have feelings. We have empathy. You don't look autistic is not a compliment. Telling us everyone is a little autistic doesn't help. I've never heard that like, anywhere, but, uh, yeah, everyone isn't a little autistic, because that's not how, that's not where, you, you, you are autistic or you're not. So I, I agree on that, but, like, uh, that one's, that one's pretty neutral. Yeah, spoiler alert, autistic people have feelings and empathy. Um, let's go here with number 10. We are as diverse as neurotypicals. Yeah, I don't think so, because you all say neurotypicals, and you're all whining about how uh, hard it is for you. And, like, if it is just a different way of life, then why the frick is it so hard for you? Like, if you just accept autism as what it really is, an alternative lifestyle, like you see things a little different, you live a little different, then, like, why not just, you know, deal with it? I I don't see anyone from any other alternative lifestyle whining so much, like, imagine if, like, ve- imagine if vegans whined this much about being vegan. Like, ignore the fact that vegans whine about people who aren't vegan. Imagine if vegans were like, oh, you just don't understand us vegans, you know. Well, that's not the best example, but, like, it's, it's, so, it's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, anyway, he says, we are as diverse as neurotypicals, but simply our thinking pattern is a bit different. How? Give me some specifics. I'd like I'd be interested in hearing, but you know, I guess they're not they're not they're not neurologists, so they don't know. Um, you don't recognize us on the streets because autism doesn't affect our looks. You notice it once you start interacting with us. Just like you wouldn't recognize a left-handed person until they started writing or doing other activities with their hand. What a dig to left-handed people. It might be the best comparison, though. Autism is kind of like being left-handed. It's a neat little party trick, but it doesn't affect anything in the long term, really. Like, it's about as severe as being left-handed, so I'll I'll give it that. Uh, The word autism comes from the Greek word autos, which means self. It describes conditions in which a person is removed from social interaction in other words they become an isolated self isn't everyone just an isolated self like last time i checked you can't just telepathically link with anyone on the fly you know you're within your own head you're you're within your own brain like you 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 can't like merge with someone until you become a blob you know I mean, I think individuality isn't something that's exclusive to autism, nor is, like, societal isolation. I think that, like, yeah, you're you're your own person, you know? So what? That's everyone. Welcome to the club. Uh, But, like, yeah. That that just doesn't make much sense, because, like, who's not an isolated self? Is there some kind of, like, hive mind I'm not aware of or something? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just talking about marriage, but that can't be it, because autistic people get married, you know. Uh, anyway, 11. Many people with autism rely on routines. Personally, routines help me know what is coming and plan things in my head for what possibilities may occur. I can't predict everything, but I can try to work out things that I think might happen and potential responses. However, this doesn't prevent me from thinking of what I should have said when I am trying to fall asleep at 3 a.m. and obsessing about it, just like a non-disabled person. Again, autism is not a disability. It's it's actually like an an ability, because you're, you're gaining some serious, like, skills that other people don't have but like relying on routines do i rely on routines not really i mean it's nice to have a schedule i think anyone can agree with that to have an itinerary or something it's nice to be organized but uh no i'm not obsessive so probably not uh and if the only reason you try to make a schedule for yourself is to like uh prevent an embarrassing situation than, like, you know, make a schedule so you can be more efficient, you know? Make a schedule so you can be more productive instead of just like, oh, no, I can't say something embarrassing. Also, if you have autism, how do you even get embarrassed? Because, like, aren't you supposed to not give a shit, you know? Anyway, we have all these really horrible, like, stock photos from Getty Images. There's one of this, like, fat black guy who I guess is a stock photo of a you supposed to be autistic. Doesn't even look autistic. Jeez. Maybe he is. I don't know. Um, then there's like a stock photo of a of a light next to a bed. What even is the this stock photos? There's so, ah. Ting uh, Tingcat from Reddit says, "I wish more people understood how terrified I am, and possibly others too, that it will bar me from jobs, opportunities, and relationships, a normal life." Because other people see us as lesser, as difficult, as not worth managing, or as broken. I feel like things are often harder just because people view me that way. It perpetuates itself. Here's a way to break the vicious cycle. Just stop giving a shit about what people think about you all the time. Cause odds are, they don't even give a shit, you know? That's- That's such a weird way of looking at it. Like, the only re- No wonder everyone is talking to you like you're difficult all the time, because all you do is whine and cry and complain about your pathetic existence. Oh, my gosh, it's so hard for people to cope with me. Just accept that you are who you are, and some people won't be able to cope with you, and then just deal with it, I guess, you know? Anyway, man, I would be a horrible advice columnist if I was, like, Dear Abby or something. Um, Thirteen. Something I wish my teachers knew when I was growing up. Me avoiding eye contact doesn't mean I did whatever they accused me of, nor does it mean I don't feel sorry. And it's certainly not meant to be disrespectful, it's just that I don't do well with eye contact. What about the eyes is different from looking at anything else? You can- even if you don't connect with the eyes on like a- like a mental level, you- You can just look there, you can just look at someone's eyes as like objects, if if you don't like see them as the windows to the soul or whatever, You, you can just look at the eyes, you can look anywhere you want, you can look in a 360 degree field of rotation, you know, also I know my social skills aren't the best, and I do try to work on them. But not telling me when I do something wrong and thinking that the mere fact that you're upset with me should lead me to realize what I did wrong and how to do it better instead of just telling me ISN'T FUCKING HELPING. What is this frickin' hot topic? I know I say everything is emo, but this is so emo. It's like chemical romance shit. Anywho, you know, maybe, maybe you should just accept that you're not always in the wrong. Maybe for once you're in the right. That's a possibility. Oftentimes, when someone says you did something wrong, there's a 50-50 chance that they're in the wrong and a 50-50 chance that you're in the wrong. But if you're not willing to accept that sometimes other people can make mistakes and sometimes you have to point out when other people make mistakes, then, you know, you'll you'll never really like... That's the thing, right? I've pointed out other people's mistakes before. Like, for instance, my teacher uh, in anatomy... The anatomy teacher was a freaking idiot. She was unqualified because she she used to be the PE teacher, but then she just switches over to the science department on a whim, like the flip of a coin. And uh, she tells a story about earwigs going inside people's ears. And I point out, that's not real. That's not something that can actually happen given the anatomy of, of like, the human ear. Because we were studying the the anatomy of the human ear, the internal anatomy of the human ear, at, at the same time that she's telling the students about uh insects going inside the human ear so i'm like yeah that's that's not real and she's like how dare you contradict me how dare you tell me i was wrong and that i made a mistake um another time was when uh she said that like we were studying the uh i think it was the effect of like the lungs or the ears or something on air pressure And she said that at lower elevations, the air pressure was lower, which obviously isn't true because if you're at lower elevations, there's more air above you and the atmosphere pressing down on you. So the air pressure is actually higher. At lower elevations, the air pressure is higher, and at higher elevations, the air pressure is lower. This isn't a very hard thing to figure out. It's like, if you think about it for like five seconds, it makes sense. But this idiot was like, well... The air pressure is actually, when you're at higher elevation, the air pressure is actually higher. And uh, I and I had to take a test where I answered, where I was forced to answer with an incorrect response. So I did what any responsible person would do who believes that, you know, having correct information is, is beneficial for most people. And uh, I, I, I put a helpful diagram on the test. Uh, of, of like, a guy at, uh, on a mountain and then a guy on the ocean. And I point out that there's more air above the guy next to the ocean because he's at a lower elevation, so there's more air pressing down on him, so the air, air pressure is higher. And I was brought down to the dean's office like I was peddling acid just for pointing out that my teacher had made a mistake. Like, sure, I called her an idiot, but she was. So if you can't accept that other people make mistakes, then, like, you're You're not going to get ahead in life very much, you know anyway i i'm not I'm not going to respect someone who's inherently wrong, like fundamentally incorrect, you know, I guess that's just integrity, you know uh anywho next quote from this cringelicious cringe parade here fourteen don't talk to me as if I'm a child. I was doing a course a few months ago and I said something in response to what the teacher had said. She ended up annoyed with me, and even though I tried to explain what I had meant, she still talked to me as if I were a child. Even when I gave up trying to explain and said I understood, she didn't shut up. I'd also forgotten to put on the form that I'm autistic, so they didn't know for a couple of days. When they found out, she sat me down and told me how I shouldn't be ashamed of being autistic. Finally, the, finally the only rational person in this scenario is, the, is this uh, lady. Who says hey don't, don't be ashamed of nothing to be ashamed of and then uh he says i think she was a bit surprised when i told her i would just forgotten and wasn't ashamed in the slightest like come on this is this is that happened levels of cringe yeah you are ashamed because if if you're not ashamed then you don't need to put on the form that you're autistic because you don't see it as significant If you feel you need to put it on the form that you're artistic, then yeah, you're, 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 you know, you, you consider that some kind of thing worth mentioning, even though it's probably not just the same way that like, it's not worth putting on a form that you're left handed. Anyway, here we go. Let me give you a non-autism example. No, please don't. Let's stay on the su- the specific subject of autism. Well, what's that? You're going to go into a weird analogy that nobody can understand because it's so poorly constructed? Alright, here we go. At eight, I was diagnosed as legally blind. Nobody else noticed because they thought all the weird stuff I did to cope seemed like weird little personality quirks or developmental disorders. When I got my first pair of glasses, I found out that there was a whole sense that everybody around me had had all along that I hadn't. A possibility that had never occurred to me. I had noticed that other people could play catch much better than I could. They could navigate unfamiliar spaces better than I did. They could recognize objects from farther away than I could. But it never occurred to me that they had a sense I didn't have. I just thought they were smarter than I was. I just thought I was really stupid. So imagine how I felt when I found out that other people can mostly less often than they think tell when they've hurt somebody else's feelings just by looking at them. But there are no glasses for autism. Like yeah, no shit. It's not it's not a it's not a disability or an illness. It's just a condition. It's just a it's just a thing you're born with. Also like maybe they don't even say if they're autistic in this. They just say they're diagnosed as legally blind, which like Yeah, being legally blind is bad, but, you know, some people are actually, like, 100% blind, and they just have to go through life like that. There are no glasses for, like, actual 100% blindness. Um, I have bad eyesight. I have, like, 20, 20, 2016 or something, 16, 20 vision. I I have acute myopia, and it's not that bad. You just put on glasses, you know? Not that hard. Anyway... Uh, quote number 16, I don't know if we can get through all these, there's so many, because, you know, the average Ask Reddit post gets, like, thousands and thousands of responses. I, I should just, like, try and find this Reddit post and read them straight from the source, quite honestly. Anyway, 16, laughing at me when I'm expressing happiness instantly makes me unhappy. Have you ever thought that maybe the person laughing at you is just laughing with you? You know, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. I don't know. Anyway. Feedback loop. Sometimes things just get stuck in your head. Not just songs or movies, but things you or someone else has said in conversation, which will then be repeated for no apparent reason. I catch myself saying the same things I've already said under my breath, but I'm not trying to understand the what or why of it. I just do it. Maybe if you were a more inquisitive, analytical person, you might try to understand the you know why you do that but i i guess you just do it which uh you know plenty of people do that not just that's uh, not just an autistic thing like if if there's a catchy if not just song sure if there's a catchy movie quote or something and you're completely alone you might whisper on your breath doesn't mean you're autistic it just means oh that's a memorable movie quote or a or a conversation you had you know some maybe perhaps sometime you're uh you're alone and uh, you're thinking about a conversation you had. And you're kind of thinking, ooh, how could this conversation have gone different? Or how could I talk to this person a little different? That doesn't mean you're autistic if you say things out loud. Everyone double talks sometimes. It just means that, like, you're considering how, how, you know, a conversation could go or something. There's so many movie monologues. Like, is Hamlet autistic just because he talks to his skull? I don't think so doesn't make any sense. Anyway, sensory issues are where things around you feel big, but other people don't notice. It's like getting off an amusement park ride. You feel a jolt of excitement or stimulation, except it keeps going on and is uncomfortable. Maybe a better way to put it is the feeling you get when something scrapes against a chalkboard. This actually doesn't work for me because I have autism and accept that Chalkboards sound like that, and I don't give a shit about how a chalkboard sounds. You know, I I have a chalkboard, and I use it frequently, and I don't give a shit if there's nails on it or chalk or anything. I've detached myself from caring about this. I guess it's a kind of evolutionary instinct, the response that a lot of people have on chalkboards. The thing is, I used to have that response. I used to kind of cringe when I heard a chalkboard, but uh, nowadays I can just deal with it, you know? I, I just handle it. You know, just a thought. Anyway, uh, a better way to put it is the feeling you get when something scrapes against a chalkboard. Crank it up a bit. Now a bit more. That's how some people with autism feel when they are having sensory issues with clothes, for example. You just want to get out of the clothes because they are too tight or scratchy. Or they just make you feel weird. Not in a psychological way, but a physical way maybe you're a nudist maybe that's your uh, maybe that's your thing you know maybe maybe you're a nudist maybe that's it maybe you just can't handle having a shirt on you know that could that could be it but uh yeah it's not a physical thing it's a psychological thing because the clothes aren't like physically restraining you unless you're in a straight jacket which quite honestly if uh, if you feel that way inside clothes maybe you belong in a straitjacket. like just a shirt yeah, maybe you're just a nudist and you join a nudist calling, yeah. Anywho, you know that time you said something stupid and everyone looked at you like you grew a second head? Imagine feeling like that every time you talk to someone. Yeah, I, I, I have felt... I, I've never felt stupid when I talk to people. Not once. Hasn't happened. I can't, I can't say I've ever felt stupid when I talk to people, but like... Every time you talk to someone that's crazy. I don't know if I have autism because these symptoms are so freaking different from what I've ever experienced ever uh making underscore butts underscore hurt says I am a high functioning aut autist also can we can we stop the freaking autist Th- that's the worst that's that's a stupid word just say say it. Just say you have autism, or just say you, just say you're you're autistic, or whatever. Don't call yourself an autist. That's a, that, that's derogatory. That's like spurg, you know. Same thing. Like say you have autism. For, I guess, I guess I am a little nitpicky about these terms because some of them are so stupid. Au, autist. How do you even pronounce that? Such a dumb word. Anyway, there are a lot fewer girls diagnosed. Oh, this is from a blue cheese bitches again. I guess she commented twice. Okay, here we go. There are a lot fewer girls diagnosed than boys, and they were also diagnosed later. Most knowledge about autism is based on boys. Boys also tend to be more disruptive, while girls are more likely to turn silent and depressed. What is this? 1950? When, like, you don't think girls can be disruptive? They can, they can, they can throw a temper tantrum as much as any, any guy, you know, what is this weird gin, what is this weird like misogyny slash chauvinism, it's like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a guy, only I can be aut, no, there's plenty of autistic women out there, geez, anyway, she goes on, I am one of those girls. I didn't get diagnosed until I was downright suicidal at twenty-one. Your suicidal tendencies are probably a lot more serious than your autism. i to tell you that right now. But like... Come on, break-break the gender norms. If-if you're a girl and you got autism, be disruptive instead of silent or depressed. That's-that's probably a better way to cope with it. Quite honestly, letting your feelings out you, got, you gotta abide by this weird gender code of... This is what I can do as an autistic girl. But if I was an autistic guy, I could do so-and- No, you can do whatever the frick you want. You are you you have free will, okay? Jeez. Anyway, also, I just love all the implications that, like, every autistic person is frickin' suicidal. Oh my gosh, there's a... Like, I I have no access to the statistics. I'm guessing that out of all the people who jump off the San Francisco Bridge in a year, like if there's a thousand of them, 800 aren't autistic. Maybe 900, you know? It's like, so many people commit suicide who don't have autism. So many. The suicide rates are ridiculous. It's just so weird to blame it on something, you know? Suicidal tendencies are their own separate, separate deal. Anyway... Autistic kids grow into autistic adults. Here we go again, just because we get better at not showing our out aut, i think he means our autism, just because we get better at not showing our autism doesn't mean we've grown out of it as many people think. It just means we've been forced to hide part of ourselves to fit in, and oftentimes it just it comes at the cost of being able to fulfill all of our needs or help, even just being ourselves. No, it doesn't. You can live a fulfilling life just being yourself, and not caring about people judging you, and not ge- This is so stupid. We, like, just stop- stop being disingenuous. Maybe the re- maybe the only reason people look at you like this is because you're being too disingenuous. That's way worse than being autistic. Being disingenuous. That- that gets annoying. Anyway. Uh, 22. And here we have a really horrible freaking stock photo of some, like, girl with an earring. What is this shit? Such bad stock photos. Anyway... I was diagnosed with Asperger's as a kid, which is grouped into the autism spectrum. Many sensory triggers, specifically sounds, are amplified for me. It's a blessing and a curse. I have little trouble hearing people, but shouting can be very overstimulating. It's also very difficult for me to explain myself, and I often have a hard time conveying my thoughts. And then there's the social aspect. Growing up, I was often singled out for not knowing what I'm supposed to do socially. It's as if It's- as if it's an unwritten rule I was never told. It lost me a lot of friends as a kid. You're not required as a kid to have a bunch of friends. You don't have to. I- I never did. Never wanted any. Didn't matter. Didn't give a shit. I- Like, if you want friends, then you can get friends. You just gotta say hi. But if you- if you don't want friends, and there's nothing forcing you to have any, you know? Just do it, do whatever the frick you want. It's so it's so stupid, like, also the frickin' overstimulation thing. Y- you're more likely to be overstimulated if you're, like, hyper, if you if you have hyperactivity, which, much worse than autism, believe me, but, like, come on. It, it's ridiculous. They ask Reddit. They ask frickin' Reddit. I can't pick up on subtle hints about how someone's feeling body language, etc., to save my life. So someone has to be extremely direct in order to tell me what they're going through. Man, that must get old. Body language is just like normal language. You pick up up on it gradually. If someone gives you the peace sign, it means peace. If someone gives you the A-OK sign, it means A-OK. If someone's waving at you, it means hi. You can become literate in body language the same way you can become literate in any other type language. Anyway, uh... Too long didn't read, which doesn't make any sense because the preceding paragraph is as long as the too long didn't read. Everyone in the world knows what to do and how to act except you, and you're never told because it's an unwritten rule. No, it's not an unwritten rule. There are no rules on what to do and how to act. That's up to you as a a free agent. There's no rules. There's no grand answers to life. You You do what you want. It's a, it's a free society, for guys' sakes. So weird. Yeah, you're not told how to live your life, because it's assumed that you'll live your life how you want to, you know? Jeez. Dwarf Drugor says... Yeah, these names are so stupid, I hate Reddit. Um, A friend of mine explained it like, imagine you're meeting someone new, and right out of the gate, they go, I got molested as a child, so that's kind of like a duck in cold weather, you'd have a fearful mix of, holy shit, what the fuck do I say now, but also, wait, what do they actually mean by that? And you get that feeling for almost every conversation, with everyone, forever. Yeah, I don't... maybe if you're illiterate, but like... Are you that bad communication that, like, everything that everyone says sounds like nonsense, and everything you say sounds like nonsense to them? That's not the case unless you're speaking an entirely different language, like Spanish or something, or Portuguese. And even then, like, I can understand Spanish because it's a very similar language to English. But, uh, it's 4.30. I don't know if anyone else is going to hop on here. Gotta say, this is interesting. Uh, 24. I think the most important thing is that we are people. People who are autistic, but also a lot more. There are as many autistic types as there are autistic people. Yeah, I don't know about that. Like, not everyone has their own specific type of autism. Autism does have overarching characteristics, but, like, that that's, that's hyperbolic. There are as many autistic types as there are autistic people. None of us would be without autism, though. Although we get the struggles, obviously, it can be very hurtful to do autism research into eradicating autism instead of helping us as if we are bad for existing my greatest hope is then that more research will be focused on how to live with autism instead of how to live without and we can celebrate our independence day now i added that last part on but like people shouldn't have to do research to figure out how you should live your life you know like that's so that's so entitled just just develop a how to live you just live your life you know stop stop demanding that other people set up your life for you you know you'll, you'll live your own life it, it it's fun to have to make choices and decisions and stuff you know anyway ridiculous uh, 25 from Blue Morpho I worry when I tell people I'm autistic on a date that they're going to bounce because they then think they're doing the equivalent of dating a toddler. Yeah, probably not unless you're like sucking your thumb or making goo goo gaga noises or shit. But if you can make coherent speech and and you're just casual and relaxed, then probably do fine. They probably don't even give a shit. Uh, yeah. So that's a ridiculous worry because being autistic isn't the same as being a, a toddler. Like, like. The point of a date is to get to know someone, so... I guess if they bounce, they're just a really shitty person, but they probably don't, you know? Probably just a, an irrational fear, which also is something I, I can't bring myself to condone. Man, this is wacky. Reddit is such a bad place to find information, because it's just such a humble jumble of hodgepodge shit. And Like... it's It's a mixture of, like, things that could be helpful amid a sea of just nonsense cuz this isn't a scientific study it's a freaking reddit chat you know absurd oh jeez i just clicked on the thread and this is from like 3 years ago which makes sense cuz so much of this stuff is is outdated and lame uh i don't know I mean, i'm sure plenty of people still buy into this crap anywho here we uh, here we have okay wait there there's so many of these Jeez, this is just exhausting. This is so exhausting. All right, here we go. Uh, 26, for me, horrible. I am lonely. I want to be around people so much. I love talking. They taught me to talk and forgot to give me others to talk to. You know, nobody forgot to give you others to talk to. People talk with who they want to talk with. Uh, th- this sounds like a freaking this sounds like this is creepy. This is some Leonard Lake shit. Are we not men? It's like the island of Doctor Moreau. Also, who's they? They taught you to talk. Nobody teaches someone to talk. Like, sure, you have like language classes and stuff, but language is an it's an acquired skill. You know, it's not it's not like there's a group responsible for giving the gift of language to anyone you know it's an acquired thing Um I want to work but I need supervision I hit my head on things when I uh, when I am upset I hate that my arms flap when I am excited and people stare people stare for other reasons too. I love children and children okay so just a, just a pedo this is Yahoo your stocks are dropping, everyone knows that, and Google's got you out-competed as shit, and you're even you're even less used than Bing when it comes to search engines. Like, is this really the best of this Reddit thread you could dredge up? Anyway, maybe he's not a pedo. I don't freaking... I love children. Children love me. They love to talk to me and ask questions. I would never harm anyone, but their parents act... Like, their child is in danger. It makes me feel like I am a terrible person. So I guess, in short, autism is lonely. It can cause a lot of pain. It's like being trapped in a body that is only half loaded. Just because people are aware of or accept autism doesn't mean they will make time for those with autism. Also, I wish I could dress, shower, and care for myself better and go out on my own. I would go out every day. This is so creepy. Yeah, you can sh- you can take a shower. Just turn the frickin' handle. How's it hard to take a shower? It says, luckily, now I am friends with an eight-year-old, and she is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She loves Lego, and we have a lot of talks about who is the best Disney princess. Children love to talk to me about cartoons. I told her about an explorer in Lego, Johnny Thunder, who explored tombs, and she has suddenly decided to love the idea. I also told her about Doctor Who and time travel, of course. The back seat of her car is a time machine when we go anywhere. Friends make it easier. So I'm I'm not gonna say this guy's a pedo, but like, then again, I have seen tons of people liking SpongeBob when they're like freaking too old for SpongeBob. Like, eventually, you should watch other things. You know, bet better. Sh- there's better stuff out there. Yeah, you know? just just saying. That's so, It's like I am lonely. I want. I love talking, but I'm so lonely. Come on. Obviously, this this fella has way more problems than just autism if obsessing over Lego and shit. Anyway, 27. It's kind of hard depending on where an autistic person is on the spectrum. So, for example, if you encounter an autistic person that has problems with socializing, don't consider them to be this antisocial person who wants to be left alone. They probably might want people to hang out with, they're just too shy when it comes to asking or at least that's what happened to me so in other words it's an individual experience that only really applies to you because you're 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 an individual person you're 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 one sample out of a large sample size i've taken i've taken a statistics course i know this stuff you can't just take one anecdotal evidence especially from an anonymous account on reddit like face value that's not that's not substantive evidence Yeah, I'm going to answer for, like, everyone with autism from my story. Good luck. 28. Unlike what some people might think, people with autism do find things funny. Yeah, no shit. I just have trouble figuring out when something is conventionally funny, and I don't understand some humor that others find funny because it makes no sense to me. Maybe humor is subjective, maybe that's the thing. I don't know, you know. And that's a long-standing debate, whether humor is subjective or there's something that, that it, by some kind of equation, can appeal to everyone and be funny for everyone, make everyone laugh. That's an interesting topic, but that's not what he's talking about. He's like, I don't get every joke. Also, what's conventionally funny? What's convention? Nothing's conventionally funny. There's no, like, conventional humor as opposed to non-conventionally. Humor is a diverse thing, you know? What's... what is, like, doesn't make any sense. Reading people's faces is the hardest, along with the tone of voice, especially if someone is jokingly yelling, for example. You can't- you can't pick up on sarcasm? Really? You can't pick up on sarcasm? Uh, alright. Like, come on. It's not that hard to tell when someone's being sarcastic. I can't imagine listening to someone being insincere. Or sarcastic, with like a sarcastic tone of voice and not being able to pick up on that. Anyway. 29. Some people with autism show no outward signs of it. One of your friends, co-workers, etc. could be autistic and you'd never notice anything strange about them. Maybe they're a bit shy or awkward in certain settings. In my case, group conversations. But nothing major. As a general rule of thumb, uh don't assume anything about an autistic person. Find out what they're like and respond appropriately. Don't assume they have the same strengths or struggles as your autistic nephew and uh or an autistic celebrity. I should all, I should probably clarify that I am only speaking for a specific group within the community here, people who don't want or need special treatment, be it from friends or people with authority just because they have autism. As an autistic person that's how I feel, but there are also a lot of people with autism who depend on special treatment and couldn't survive without, especially people with Low-functioning autism. It's a very broad spectrum. Finally, a fucking nuanced take. Finally, 29, 29 ask credits in, and we get a, a nuanced take that I agree with a hundred percent. Finally, how 29, 29 responses in. I, I, God, how, how is, how is this bad on Reddit? Jeez. Okay, here, here we go. Uh, yeah. Girl, a thousand percent. Don't assume they have, they're like an autistic celebrity or your autistic nephew or. Finally! Someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about. Jesus. Anyway. 30. Uh, while I live a pretty normal life, I have a lot of issues with sensory sensitivity, like loud noises, bright lights, certain tastes, smells, and standing in crowds of people. These things make me feel a bit stressed out, resulting in various issues like headaches and digestive problems. And we have the here the most uh, we, we have here the most generic stock photo of a crowd I've ever seen. I, I'm not even sure who's supposed to be the autistic one in this crowd. I guess it's the guy who's like off to the left, wearing kind of a gray gray jacket. But he doesn't. He just looks like he does. He's lost. Like he's gonna ask someone for directions. Again, these stock photos have like jack shit to do with autism. They're bad stock photos. Um, I guess they just searched up autism in the search bar on Getty Images or they like looked up crowd. And obviously, none of these photos of crowds have an autistic person. Up, but like, okay, here we go. While we're on the subject, certain non-autistic people have the misconception that those of us on the spectrum would lack empathy. That is simply not true. We often have a hard time reading people, but we certainly do not lack human empathy. That needed to be said. Did it, though, you know, did it really need to be said that, like, autistic people aren't robots? Did it need to be said, or could you have kind of kept that to yourself? I don't know. I think I think you probably could have kept it to yourself. You know, just possibly, just, just, just a possibility there. But like, maybe maybe it's not that autistic people have a hard time reading people. Maybe it's just that autistic people re- 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 they understand, they recognize that empathy isn't always justified in a given scenario. Like, you don't always have to be empathic with someone. All the time, sometimes people do things that aren't deserving of empathy: You know, respect isn't just a gosh dang currency that you, or it's not well, I guess a currency is finite. It's not just like a, a waterfall that just goes constantly, you know, like It should only be used in moderation.: obviously, and, and psychopaths, uh, two different things, by the way. Because I noticed this, like, in j uh, in Dreg's, uh, video about how, how he just bought a sociopath or whatever, the sociopath video, it's really cringe, but, uh, he puts Patrick Bateman in the, in the thumbnail, and it's in the title of the movie, American Psycho, he's not a sociopath, he's a psychopath. But I guess Dreg just doesn't know this, like, the difference between sociopathy and psychopathy. But, on the other end of the spectrum... You have empaths, right, and it, extreme empathy can be just as debilitating and bad for someone's, like, overall, you know, wellness as sociopathy or psychopathy. Because on, on the one end of the spectrum, you, you're you like, you don't give, you, you're completely, like, just, you have no feelings for anyone or anything, and you, you kill people, and you don't care about how other people feel. On the other end of the spectrum... I'm not talking about the autistic spectrum, I'm talking about the empathy spectrum. On the other end, you have complete empaths. And that's, like, no fun at all. Because you just completely feel what everyone else is feeling all the time. Like, nonstop. Like, if someone's having a shitty day, instead of just, like, being moderately empathic and being like, Oh, I'm sorry. You're like, "Oh," And you feel all the sadness that they feel just weighing down on you and, like, crushing you. You know, if someone's angry, you're just like equally angry for no, no coherent reason. You just, you know, it's, it's a bad condition. There's one episode of Star Trek, uh, the original series called The Empath. It's about an empath and she's just like completely like gone. She, she can't talk. She, she's used like as a test subject by these aliens. You know, it's a, it's, it's, bad if you can't turn your empathy off, you know. Um really interesting episode of Star Trek by the way, but like being completely empathic is also like not the best, you know. It it's good to have everything in moderation, you know. Okay, we'll go we'll go through a couple more. How many? Oh, we're almost done. Yeah, I can get through these. It's a 446. I might extend it a little. I'm um, just to finish this up because it's exhausting, but I'm willing to Stick it out here. 32. I have a good friend who is autistic. Once, I had this piece of garbage car. Like, it was really bad. That sometimes would die. Is, is, this, is this what you're comparing your uh, good autistic friend to? A piece of garbage car that d- dies and breaks down? Nice. Class act, my good, my good... And this is the problem, too. Not only do people who claim to have autism... Uh, answer this question on Ask Reddit. Just people who, like, know people who have autism. Like a friend of a friend of a friend. Some, like, urban legend shit. And this is exactly how these myths and misconceptions get communicated. Only w- only one answer I agree with so far. Frickin' tw- uh, answer number 29 from Al Palpacino. Great name, by the way. Unlike a uh, frickin', what was it, Blue Cheese Bitches? Uh anyway... I have a good friend who was autistic. Once I had this piece of garbage car, like it was really bad, that sometimes would die. The radio buttons didn't always work. It had steering and braking problems. He doesn't spell brake correctly. It had steering and braking problems, and the clutch had problems too. Before I got rid of it, I'd always get pissed driving it. I knew what it should be capable of doing. And I knew what I was capable of doing in a normal working car. I just couldn't get it right in that car. My friend told me the way I acted driving that car is how he was in his head. What? (laughs) Oh, this is even a worse analogy than I thought it would be. He knew what his body and mind should be able to do, and he knew what he should be able to do in a working mind. But he couldn't. He was trapped in his body and mind, like I was in that car. Again, implying that autistic minds aren't like working minds, which they can be a hundred percent functional. But like, everyone is trapped in their body and mind. Get over yourself. You're not a gosh dang. Like, unless you're the unless you're the thing from the movie The Thing, and you're just a big coagulant of a bunch of people, and or you're like um. Gosh, what what is it? Uh, the thing with a bunch of faces and like arms and stuff. I, I don't know, but it, it's something from a movie or something. Not the, well, I guess the thing kind of does that. It more like uses one body at a time, but like yeah, like unless you're the thing, like yeah, you're, unless you're a unless you're the blob, you're not like yeah, you're trapped in your body and mind. Welcome to being a living organism, you know. <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway. Uh, He rocks his body and bounces a little and can't help it. He can't filter his words very well. He wishes he could be the guy who lives with the flow, but pretty much needs structured plans and has a hard time if anything changes. He describes it as lonely too, but also frustrating. He says social situations are just too alien to him. He can't understand others well. He says he knows what he wants his mind and body to do, but they just don't. Yeah, like, uh, this is exhausting. I, I am ready to be done. Uh, Number 33, Uh, this one also from Blue Cheese Bitches. Autism is not bad. It's different. Autism comes with a different way of processing information, which makes us very good at details. Probably true. Uh, we also tend to look at problems from a different angle, making us good people to give solutions. Yeah, true. Many autistic people are very artistic. Many have special interests where they are extremely focused on and thus know a lot about them. Not inherently true. You can have a wide range of hobbies and whatnot. Anyone can. Uh, If special interests and talents align, autism brings out genius. Also not true. There are as many autistic morons as there are regular morons. Um, On top of this, we are very loyal and tend to dislike lies. Yeah, that's that's just like astrology. There, that's just like a freaking that's just like a horoscope. Not very loyal, like to what? Uh, many of us also have a knack for animals who we tend to understand better. Not, not I've never heard this. First time I've freaking heard of this. You know, that's not a, an exclusively autistic thing. All right, here we go. Thirty-four. my nose is shut up. It's hard not only socially, but also in school. I can't understand what the questions are asking because I always interpret it in another way, especially questions like, why did the author write this? How does the author feel? I would always question if I was reading something correctly and my teachers would get frustrated with me due to the excessive amount of questions I asked. Yeah, no shit. There's no way to read something correctly. The purpose of reading is to interpret it in your own way. Like, if a question, just speaking from experience here, if there's a question that's like, why did the author write this? There's not a like correct answer. You're just supposed to say, I think the author wrote this because so and so. There's there's not a there's not a correct answer. I mean, maybe sometimes there is if your teacher's like a vindictive little shit, but like, like come on, like. How does the author feel? How does the author write this? You're just supposed to say, Oh, I think the author wrote this because so-and-so, you know? Like, again, anecdotal evidence. I was uh, I was in class once where I had to read this horrible Margaret Atwood poem. And uh, I answered it honestly. I was like, Margaret Atwood is pretentious. She's full of shit. It was the, It was the one where she talks about... Oh, you you have this loaf of bread, and uh, you're imagining the bread, and like you're a starving child in Africa, and you you have to your 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 life depends on the bread. And I was like, Margaret Atwood is full of herself. That's the answer I gave, and no one, I didn't get bad grade for that, cause you're, you're not like supposed to interpret a text in any one way. Also, I just think it's so bad how Margaret Atwood, like, is making these poems about starving people in Africa. Meanwhile, she's, like, in Canada. Jeez, you yeah. know. Even if she was American, be more... A, how, why do Canadians... Like, whine so much about about stuff, you know? Why? Anyway, going on. Yeah. It's 4.54. There's, like, yeah, only a couple answers left All right here we go 35 oh, oh wait there's another one horrible stock photo again of just some girl who doesn't even look like the autistic she's just like oh i'm having trouble with my test what is the stock photos yahoo is yahoo is down the pipes anyway socially i've managed to cope with my autism uh I was quiet in middle school and have a little bit of high school uh, and a little bit of high school. I figured out I'm best at making myself look ridiculous in front of people. I now just laugh at myself and seem to f- I seem to fit in. However, most of the time, I don't really catch on to my friends' jokes or opinions. Maybe your friends are worse at telling jokes than you are. That's a possibility. They could have a sh- bad sense of humor. Um and that's from me. I have autism. Uh, uh, like, what are these usernames anyway? My go-to analogy is to imagine. Uh, here we go with another analogy. Why the analogies? Why can't you just describe how it is? You know, because personally, as someone who's never felt like most of this shit or like any of it, even I would go as far as to say I've never felt any of this shit. Like, oh, I I gotta look down into my left when I'm talking to someone. You know, um, but like. Don't don't use an analogy. Just like say what say how it is, because then people can just don't be like it's like a car or it's like a fucking map or it's like a it's like a travel log or it's like a disconnected like a I'm standing on a mountain and you're on a you're on the ground five hundred feet away. Just say how it feels, yeah. You know? Don't use analogies all the time, you know. Uh, Thirty-five. My go-to analogy is to imagine being in a country where nobody speaks English and you don't speak their language. You don't have a phrase book, but you do have a translation dictionary. So you are speaking the words, but the syntax is way off, not to mention accent and pronunciation. You might think you're making sense and communicating well, but really, people will be confused by you. You, you know... Then again, we're not talking different languages here. We're talking, you're speaking English, and they're speaking English. Or, you know, you're speaking a different language, you're speaking a different language, you're speaking Italian, they're speaking Italian. Maybe you're just not very good at communication. And plenty of people without autism are also really bad at communication. The cause is illiteracy. And literacy is its own thing. Uh, anyway, to clarify... I am talking from experience as someone with Asperger's syndrome. Those elsewhere on the spectrum will, of course, have different feelings. Asperger's isn't an actual diagnosis anymore, so. I was diagnosed with Asperger's, but I, I don't go for that, because it's not real. Also, it's named after a Nazi. Like, who wants to have something named after a Nazi? Anyway, um, also the name is stupid. Uh, people like to infantilize us. I'm 30. I can't drive. My parents usually drive me to doctor's appointments. They come into the appointments with me sometimes, especially on the first visit with the doctor. Whenever the doctor asks a question, they ask my parents. My parents then direct the doctor to me. I answer, and then we continue. Why can't- why doesn't the doctor just ask you, you know? Like, ah... Uh, that- that just seems like an inefficient way to freaking like... That just seems like a really inefficient way to get a diagnosis or go to the doctor. Like, you gotta go through this freaking rigmarole. Like, even if you go to the doctor with your parents, like, you can just talk with the doctor one-on-one, you know? And just have a... just talk with the doctor. It's probably better for getting a diagnosis. Just a thought. When they ask my medical history, I will rattle it off. I have a large chunk of it memorized. Then look at my parents to get confirmation. What a weird thing to do. Your doctor's supposed to know your medical history. You're not. You know, you don't have to remember your medical history. You don't got to memorize it. What a weird hobby, uh, memorizing your medical history. I mean, you you can, like, remember certain, like, flus you've had and shit, but, like, your complete medical history? Jeez. Maybe maybe your doctor's impressed. Who knows? Anyway, 37. I have high-functioning autism as well as anxiety some of this may be the anxiety but I find it really hard maintaining friendships at all yeah probably the anxiety for example I haven't spoken to one friend in over a year because I quite honestly don't know how to a bit of another side effect is at the moment I have no social life I don't know how to keep one the last one I had was at school and I wouldn't describe those friends as close since I never saw them outside of school You could have gone to a party or something. Idea, you know? I find it weird that like all these people are like, I want to meet people. Go meet people. And if you don't want to meet people, you don't have to, but if you want to meet people, then go meet people. You know? I don't know how to meet people, and I also find communicating really hard. It takes a lot of effort. I would find meeting someone new really hard because I have no idea where to go past hello, and I'd quite likely begin to stutter. Yeah, stuttering's bad, but that's not autism. That's stuttering. That's a different thing. That's a completely different phenomenon. Anywho, uh, you know, peop people have said to me like, "Oh, you must be you, 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 uh, you display all the typical signs of autism because you, do- you never went to any parties throughout high school." It's like, yeah, I I didn't find that kind of thing interesting, you know, because like, a, I'm I'm not into alcohol or drugs especially being underage, so I have no interest in going to a raucous high school party. Uh, Two, I'm asexual, so I have no interest in getting a girlfriend or anything. Um, Three, the conversations had at high school parties probably aren't that interesting. There's nothing in the average high school party that appeals to me personally. Does that mean that, like, if I was invited to a party by someone, I wouldn't go? No, I'd show up. It's polite to do so but do I crash parties? No, cuz that's rude. That's you don't just crash parties. You go to parties if you're invited. I was never invited to any parties. I don't care, you know? Uh who gives a shit? And if you if you want to go to parties, you just ask someone, "Hey, can I show up at your party and I'll invite you?" Really that simple. Um anywho, here we go. Additionally, I don't cope well with changes from a routine. For example, I will eat the same meals each day, and going off of those is really quite stressful. Oh, dang it. Like, how do you eat the same- how do you eat the same stuff every day with, that? getting boring? Don't you, like- Wouldn't that also be bad for, like, your diet? You're supposed to have variety in a diet, you know? Anyway. I am also really bad with emotions. I rarely talk about them at all, and won't unless I'm prompted explicitly. I am really oblivious on the whole and really can't explain it. It's a bit like trying to explain what left is to someone with no place to reference. I don't know about that, even if you're standing in the middle of, like, an infinite void, you'd have a left hand, so you'd have a left and a right. Um, a more accurate thing would be, like, if you're in the middle of outer space, what's north and what's south, but, like, there's always a left, you know. Really, really bad analogy again. Such bad, such bad analogies. And that's not an autistic thing, not being able to make a good analogy. Like, it's just really bad at making analogies. Jeez. Anyway, what comes naturally to most people takes a lot of learning for me, and I always felt a step behind, if not further. At the moment, at least, I would love to be just a normal person and have this sort of stuff come naturally. All in all, I would say it's a bit lonely and frustrating when I notice. I am quite happy most of the time. But just the smallest thing can hit and change that. I am doing what I can to get better. What are you getting better from? You know? What are you getting better from? Uh, But it takes a lot of effort for what is, for most people, as simple as writing. Ah, such bad analogies. Alright, last one, I guess here. And it's 5:04, so we're overtime, but whatever. Um, note: a visual in this post has been removed. I guess they removed one of these shitty stock photos. I wonder what. Um, maybe it had to do with the creepy pedo answer. Again, I'm not saying he's a pedophile, but like, what? Hanging out with the freaking eight-year-old and talking about Disney princesses and shit. Your life's a shambles. Like, I just, I just hate this freaking mincing. Autism with all this other shit that is not autism like I have a stutter and I have anxiety, and I'm a I I have an unhealthy obsession with Legos and Doctor Who and hey I I I have two I have a bunch of frickin uh, I I have a bunch of neuroses. I'm a paranoiac those things are also Things but they they're different. They're separate things like if you're autistic and you have anxiety there's two different things, you know, so the reason you're it's hard for you to talk to people isn't because you're autistic is because they're anxiety, and you can you cannot have autism and have anxiety, and that's the worst. I can't even imagine what it must be like to be to have anxiety and not have some kind of condition where you can like stop being anxious on a whim, you know that must be just awful, just a flood of guilt and emotions anyway, all right, last one here in this uh, cringe fest. It's gone for way too long. It's confusing. People with autism love repetitiveness. We love timetables, and we like things to be a certain way each time it happens. I never feel like that. you know Se- such a do autistic people just like sim for Excel spreadsheets? Never heard of that i I personally like novelty, you know, anyway. but life isn't like that. Things are different every day. Yeah, no shit. The things that other people don't tend to notice are different are blindingly obvious to us. We like routine, and when that doesn't happen, it's upsetting. The world seems almost like a natural conflict to this mindset, and it's tough because it's almost like your brain against the world and your brain isn't quite ready for it yet, but you can learn to cope fairly well. Also, people are hard to read. Social interaction feels mandatory, but it isn't immediately obvious how social etiquette works. You feel overwhelmed most days with the prospect of the future, getting a job, functioning normally in society, when all a lot of autistic people want to do is sit and do the thing they enjoy most again and again. Sounds boring as fuck, quite honestly, to just do the same thing again and again again, again, sounds so boring. We like routine, and we have obsessions, and the two things come together very well. So, um, you know, just generalization central on this whole frickin' article. All the we all do this, and it's all this way, and the only one again that's, uh, good is uh, answer 29. is it's not condescending, or dipshitty, or whiny, like, oh man, why don't people like me? I don't know, I mean, it's because you're whining all the time, you know? That's not such a that's such an appealing trait. Uh, if I didn't have autism, or if I wasn't diagnosed with autism, which again... I don't have autism, because uh, I, uh, I never... I display explain none of these symptoms, but... If I wasn't diagnosed with autism, then it just seemed like I was making fun of these people. But I, I'm pretty sure I have autism, and this is a bad representation, so... Um, to go on Ask Reddit. Like, come on. That's the most... Yahoo is in such dire straits these days, you know? Pro- probably the worst is, like... Such a bad article. Really, really stupid. And, uh... Maybe I'm just masking so hard that, like... I'm trying to hide my autism, and I'm... I just think it's because I, I don't... I don't give a shit, you know, I'm different, I'm detached, but, um, maybe I, maybe I'm just masking it, and underneath this fake exterior I'm suffering, and, oh, god, what, what is this pity party crap, you know, just stop feeling sorry for yourself and start doing shit, you know, it's like, I, I don't want to seem angry at these potentially autistic people who well, probably aren't. They're probably just making this shit up for karma or whatever the fuck Reddit calls it. Um, but, like, really bad article. Especially, like, as news on Yahoo. Like, come on. But, uh, gosh, what else? It's, like, ten minutes overtime here, so I'm going to cut it short. Uh, that's it for this week. There's so much I want to talk about. I guess next week. Because uh, Divine Tapestry still coming along on production. Um, I might be in Westward soon. So that's kind of exciting. Westward. I don't know how this guy hasn't heard of Nicholas Comics. If he's into the Denver comic scene or whatnot. Anyway, I think that's uh, yeah. That's about it for this week. I have uh, like ten minutes extra. Such a long and exhausting list of crap, you know? Such a... So ridiculous. Yahoo, what has become of you? That's going to do it for this week. Uh, Join on next week if you want a free comic, I guess. Always a free comic if someone's on here. Uh, It wasn't this week, but... uh, Yeah, fascinating stuff. I, uh... I'm just... Done with that, and, uh... I'm ready to draw some comics here. I'm done with this... Thing. That that was really cringy. Uh worse than the worse than the fricking insight job trailer. That was an absolute uh, That might be one of the worst things I've ever reacted to here on the Q and A. Uh that's gonna do it for this week. Peace uh, That's it for this week. Uh all right. Great. Tune in uh, next week uh Diana suckers That's the outro. Dogs are the Antichrist, yeah, dogs are the Antichrist, yeah, dogs are the Antichrist, that's what they are. Do you want to be on the show? Join the Nicholas Comics Discord server today. I'll answer any questions you have. You can appear in the Any next episode. Owner is a false Do you want to buy, buy Nicholas Google Comics? Great right to. Nicholas yeah. Kid, 1424 Columbine yeah. Street, number one, Denver, Colorado, 80206. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you yeah. on the next yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.